talking about what we were talking about right before we started, which is mindset. Yeah. For me, everything is mindset. Yeah. So even like looking back on those moments, those were the most exciting, mm-hmm. right? Those were the most thrilling. It's like, how do I navigate my way through these waters? And so where does how that come do from? I leave people? What, what impact do I want to leave on everyone that I spend time with, even when it's going rough or even when we don't agree or yeah. even when we're not getting along, how do I want the other person left? Are you ready to get down to earth? It's Raven Hernandez. Let's do it. Hi. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, sister. I know. I'm so excited to chat. We were just bonding yeah. over all things health. And yes. I mean, if we had organic tequila, then we'd, we'd be we'd really be. rocking and rolling. But unfortunately, today we have our green juice and our yeah, all pops, and so. our, yeah, and our tonic pops. Yeah, we'll still have fun. But I want to get into it. Just jump right in because oh, awesome. I know that you were on Days of Our Life, and oh my God, yes, I know that's like it's such a big thing. Like every, you know, that was a very pinnacle time in in history. Really, yeah, is the like true like soap operas like those really held a place in a lot of people's heart. It really did. It was, um, it was really boot camp for me as an actor. Oh, I, I can mean, imagine. I did a lot of work before that, but it wasn't until days of our lives that I was like, this is what you do. Cause it's you, a lot. It's oh, like back to back to back, right? Pages. Oh my that, gosh. I mean, so much dialogue to be ready the very next day. How many pages? Up to 30. 30 pages yes. in like a and day? They, they were adamant about you being off book. Really? So if you missed a word, they would stop you wow. in the middle of the speech, shut down the whole set. It's I instead of I'm. And you're like, come on. Like, I, is, it worth, is it worth it? It was like that. And, wow. and that particular set was um, a little wild. Okay. Oh, a lot of girls. And okay. I, just, a lot of beautiful girls. A lot of beautiful girls. Smart young girls, girls. Young girls. Yeah. They had, and they didn't particularly love my storyline. Okay. So it made it for a very adventurous sort of desperate housewives, sort of mean girls environment. And really? So oh, in like real life. Oh yeah. I was like <gasps> navigating my way around, you know, wow. I, I actually have never experienced this in Hollywood ever huh. with women because I'm just such a puppy dog. Yeah. I love everyone. I'm always wagging my tail. Yeah. Hi, you're so pretty. Like just when I walked in now. I'm yeah. Like, oh my God, you are stunning girl. But I'm sure you hold your own too. Like I mean, I'm sure I if do. somebody pushes you around, you push back. I do. I think in the last things have been different as of late. I've recognized my softer, more sensitive, mm-hmm. more vulnerable, more victim side. Mm. <laughs> You're and like I, I tease about that. It. Like I'm leaning into it, my shadow yeah. side, which is like, oh, that was rough. But yes, I definitely have a lot of chutzpah. And what is this? Oh, just some fun water. Yeah, it's flat as well. I thought he was like making good on this tequila. We both are getting full tequila drinks right now. Cheers. Let's get down to earth. Is there something we're supposed to plug here? What is this? Oh, nice. It's just a favorite water from, of course, the favorite place in the world. As you know, air ones. Okay, so the the ladies were kind of oh, it was catty. Just, it was just a wild catty environment. Was it because everyone was trying to get ahead, or was it because no. it was just like there's just so much going on and there's so much estrogen and kind of power and like like what was the dynamic of meanness? <laughs> Good questions. Um, for me, looking back, it was it was just really boredom. I think those okay. girls they were all locked into really long contracts. Yeah. 
And um, this is the new me that's willing to talk about it all. Yeah, you know yeah. Because well, I mean? you, you're a producer now. Like, like you're yes. like you're yes. doing your own thing. You've spent, got projects, so you can you can kind of like let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, because I've spent my entire life and career making everything shiny and pretty mm-hmm. and perfect. Yes. And that's not life. That's not reality. No. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it was that they, they had long contracts. They were young, they were privileged, you know, they had a a huge amount of, um, what's the word entitlement, Mm. right? And they just hated the storyline. And who knows what if I was that same girl and I was locked into the show and I was bored and I hated the storyline. We're like, let's get this actress out of here real quick. Yeah. So I and you come in and it's like, that. you get to do, you get to, you get to do whatever you want in a sense. Like yeah, you're not locked it was, down. I was literally, I was, I was the host of my own reality show on the show called love is blind. Yeah. So I was, and now there's a show called love is blind. Yeah. I was like, um, and so is that from, I don't know if you they think did that a little, or not. maybe, I mean, huh. it was really fun and fun. You were the OG. Yeah. But the girls just didn't want to go out on all the dates and have to date all their cast members. And, you know, so they sent me off to Europe when I went and let them know, you know, it was just, it, it, I don't think this is a good fit. I'm having blast here, but you know, so, yeah. so they wrote my character off to Europe so that uh-huh. I could, you know, come back. And I did a few times. What did you end up doing immediately after that? Oh God, that's a good question too. I, you know, I really should have looked at my resume. Yeah. Um, I have this interesting thing in my life where I think it's like high mercury tex- toxicity. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember anything. Yeah, we're about to get into the Cali, like the health vibes. Was it Meet Dave? Was it Criminal Minds? Was it Bones? Was it Mentalists? You were just like, go, 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 go. I was just doing shows. Because you're from originally New York, right? Brooklyn. Uh, Originally, yeah. Yeah. My dad, my dad moved us when I was a kid to Temecula, California. Okay, so you're definitely, you got like the little, little bit of NY vibes, but you're Cali. Yeah, and I've been back. Yeah. You know, I've spent a lot of time in New York. What's your favorite borough? I mean, I love Brooklyn. Yeah. And we're originally from Brooklyn Heights. And I just think that's such a OG part of the city. It's so I don't good. honestly like New York is just so there's just so much and so little. Like that's what's confusing to me. It's like What do you mean by so little? In the sense of it's not a big space. So you go to Brooklyn, but then like when you're in Brooklyn, you're in different cities within Brooklyn. You know what I mean? So it's like it's I kind of feel like LA is like that, though. It is, but they're bigger. You know, like yeah. Brentwood's bigger, Santa Monica's bigger, like West Hollywood proper. You know, it's like bigger part. Like it's true. You know, it's like yeah. more. It's more defined. It has yeah, a, a more a, an intimacy and things shift as soon as you, you get, get over. Another. Yeah, it's like yeah, oh, I know, like, I'm over here now. So yeah, I mean, I miss parts of New York. I wouldn't want to live there again, or I don't want to currently. Yeah, um, I love like the accessibility and, mm-hmm. and the just, walkability. Like, so much like walkability. There's just so much happening all the time. Uh, it's just so fun. To How do you feel about the subway? I love it. I still do it. I was just there. I was in London on the subway. None of my friends will go on the subway. I'm always riding the subway. I will say that. (laughs) You don't like it. I don't even think you don't like it. It's just that, like, you walk right up to it, and it feels like my pores are, like, getting clogged. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, like, hits me, and I'm just like, oh. Girl, I like that natural immunity. I'm like, bring all the germs into my world. That's the Evie lover in me, right? It's like, oh, my God, I can smell. I can, I can, when I'm in a friend's gas car, I can smell the gas. It's like, you know, it's not a big deal, whatever. But I can, like, definitely feel it. I can definitely feel it. Okay, so you went back and forth. You've shot a lot in yeah, both just cities. Yeah, just all over. 
sure. I mean, uh, I've been blessed. I did a, a, a movie in Italy. I got cast in LA to shoot an Italian film That's and so be cool. an Italian and speak Italian. And you, you are Italian. Well, I'm half. You're, um, you're, yeah, yeah you're ethnicity. Are on my mom's side and my father is Sicilian. You get the best of both worlds. He's got some, you know, West African roots in there too. And yes. And so, um, yeah, where were we at? Oh, we're in Italy. <laughs> we're in Italy. You know, so it's funny. Shot my first nudity, because because I was like, when am I going to do it? If not now, when? when? Yeah. Print it. Yeah. Let's get it printed. Let's have it forever. Oh, so you did a, sh- a shoot, like, <laughs> a, a, like a photo. I cast in a film. It was, it's beautiful. Oh it was my elegantly gosh. shot. It's I was funny. just asking my friend last night about what's it like as an actress, like doing intimate scenes. You know what I mean? Oh, because yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's just a lot. And I was like, I, mean, I love it all. You do? I love it all. What if the guy's I like, like not the attractive? moments. For me, those, that's where all the juice is. That's, that's like where, where it lives. The, that's where all the good stuff is. Is it worse or better if the guy is attractive? Like, would you rather him not be attractive or is it easier? I mean, I, I think it's easier when they're attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if their <laughs> breath doesn't smell, I think it's much easier. Even better. It's like the pit of, as long as your breath doesn't smell. When you talked about, like, you, you've got some hard edges, right? You must have some. That, that's where I have my edges. Okay. I'm like, I become a little director. Like, here, put this in your mouth. We're about to kiss. So here's some mints. Yeah. And so when my little director pops in, it's like, it's like what are we like, putting in our mouth? Literally. Literally. I don't want to what? <laughs> yeah. So that's where my little director comes out. I was like, okay, here's this mint for you. Yeah. We're about to do this. Um, yeah. And, and I feel like the, the last one, the boy was so young. That was interesting because he was very, you know, like stiff and cold, and oh. um, and we had to really go for it. Yeah. So, so he you, was kind yeah, of, did you help him get loosened up? Oh, of course I did. Naturally, my very best. Um, <laughs> what did you, know, you do? Give him a mint. <laughs> I gave him a mint. I might have smacked him with my uh, chest a like, little bit. Like, my let's body do it. Him yeah, like wake up. Let's have fun. Like forget <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I was just like we were we were like two puppies like oh my gosh. I just feel like if I was making out with somebody on camera, I, I feel like I would have to get into it enough to like be into it. But then yes. it's like and it's like like I don't know like cut you know and it's like what, what I'm making I'm halfway through making out with somebody you know what I mean like yeah. I have to start back and then all you over again. You want to keep making out and then yeah, sometimes you really just want to run. Yeah, um, there's all different. And you just start over again <laughs> and it's just like every time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it depends. It's a sometimes muscle. Sometimes there's man. like a zillion um, shots and if you're doing a lower budget uh, production, then they you know try to get in two takes. And, yeah, and but days are our life. If you don't say the word I write, uh, yeah, then yeah, if you don't say it, then they shut you down. Time, literally, um, and it was you know all of it looking back it's all a thrill ride mm. right like none of it's negative mm. like I could sit here and say wow that was hard mm-hmm. that was challenging there yeah. were a lot of obstacle courses but talking about what we were talking about right before we started which is mindset yeah for me everything is mindset yeah. so even like looking back on those moments those were the most exciting mm-hmm. right those were the most thrilling it's like how do I navigate my way through these waters so where does how that come do from? I leave people? What what impact do I want to leave on everyone that I spend time with, even when it's going rough, or even when we don't agree, or yeah. even when we're not getting along? How do I want the other person left? Mm. So I really, you know, for me, it's it's really about um, what impact? What are the impacts? Yeah. What is my communication? How do I leave someone? And so I've spent a lot of time studying, you know, accountability and responsibility mm. and 
and um, integrity. Just, you know, I made a lot of mistakes as a kid coming up and I'm grateful for all of that stuff. I mean, that's why the, the shadow work is so important is like looking back and loving yourself through all of it and, and knowing like, okay, I could have said this or I could have done more or I could have done less. Um, but all of it for me is a thrill. Who yeah. are you practicing with shadow work? Do you have a practitioner that you um, study? I really love that book, um, Ex- Existential Kink. Okay. I can't think of the writer's name right now. Maybe Peter can look it up for us. Existential Kink. Yeah. So good. You haven't read it. No, I haven't. Oh, you got to read it. It'll change kink. everything. It'll blow your world up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really made me look at a lot of the things a lot of things that people could feel victimized by, mm-hmm. it helps you look at it through a different lens. So I've done it. one session with a practitioner okay. of shadow work, and it's, like, really intense. It's intense. It's, like, super, it's super intense. Carolyn Elliott. Thank you. Carolyn Elliott, kink. you're our girl. Thank you for writing yes. Existential King. Yeah. You're a badass. I can't wait to read it's it. It's helped a lot of people. I love it. Yeah, no, I, when the, I've done it. It was, like, a 90-minute session. Oh. I did it in Austin. Um, at this woman's place and she was also like probably going through some stuff too. And okay. I feel like I'm such a, a very, like I'm like a legitimate empath in the yeah. sense of like, I was feeling her stuff yeah. in the room, oh, yeah. which was a little bit heavy as well. Cause yeah. like I can feel her relating my things to her things in her mind and yes. like in the energy oh, wow. vortex. And so <laughs> then I'm processing like, like, wow, I'm downloading a lot of what she's giving me right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so the tricky lot. thing about working with someone else. Yeah. And, and with yeah. um, existential kink, she has an EK practice. Okay. So it's just all stuff that you're disciplined Doing and motivated yourself. to get in and dig in and do yourself. And it's also though t- tough for me to do things myself too, because I have to set the, the, like, the time right. aside yeah, yeah. to do it. Yeah. Which I'm sure you're you super can. A type. What's What's your sign? Yeah, I'm a Leo. Leo. Yeah. Very much so like the king of the jungle in my brain. That's right. Even though it's like just in my brain, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like it's very time for you and being like patient and sitting still, like the meditation time is is your if I can actually find it, then it's like amazing. But I find it a lot when I'm driving, which is funny now that you know I own Earth, right? Like Mm-hmm. I always found solace in long car rides. So I've driven like, all too. over the United States. I like, do too. Is that what you're listening to your audible all, books and stuff? Well, like? no, I was always listening to music and talking in my head. Okay. Right. So I would like put on an album. Like anytime I w- I'm the kind of person that I don't like to listen to a new album when everyone's still talking about it. Yeah. So like if something <laughs> comes out, follower. well, yeah. And it's also like, I don't want them to sway. I need to, I need to take this in when the rest of the world all collectively yeah. energetically isn't taking it in. Yeah. You know, I want it to okay. almost be like forgotten a little bit yeah I wanted to like I want to feel it for what I think it is not for what everybody is like oh this is the best song on the album and then it's like so you go straight to that song and you expect it yeah you want to like figure that stuff out on your own so that about you yeah and that's that's the car time is like finding that like listening to it and thinking about how it makes you feel. I love music. I saw you you sing too. Yes, yes, yes. That's my song. That's my. Oh my god. I'm okay. Such who a would you say are like the three people that like your vibes and your music oh, kind of stem from? Oh my goodness, girl, you're coming up with all the. I questions. have one. I have one person. So if you want me to start, who I think there was some. Like, okay, good. We have to okay, tell I'll me because I'm like everyone used to say Kelly Clarkson was like Jewel. My, Jewel. Yeah, there was oh like god, some like Jewel. you know it wasn't as deep of like that you know country rock whatever because yeah. you have like pop flair to it but yeah. it was very much so solely there was like solely yes. undertones I like that's a huge compliment yeah. she is amazing she's, good. she's good 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think I was really inspired by all the men, mm. you know, growing up. And I loved Stevie Wonder. And my dad, I was into all my dad's jams, like mm-hmm. Cat Stevens and, you know, um, Prince. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't get enough. And I can't believe, did you know that Motown found Stevie Wonder at, like, seven? No. Seven. I did not know that. Like, he was a baby. What? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact Barry of the Gordon day. Barry Gordon and, like, Marvin Gaye or something. I really? don't know. Yeah. And just started working with him? Yeah, like, and having me in the studio. And he would jump him. from... No, he, he he already was a maven. He would, like, jump from... Oh, wow. It's, like, between, like, seven smart. and 11. And he would just go from, like, instrument to instrument. Everybody's just like, wow. what is happening? I love like, that. so cool. Prince was like that, too, right? He did, like, um, yeah, like I think 26 so. instruments. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? No, I can't. Like my heart. I tried everything all the time. Yeah. And I just didn't have that mathematical musicianship. Mm -hmm. Like love music, good at 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 tunes, at melodies, at at writing hooks. You're a writer. writer. You're a a writer. Yeah. Yeah. And, And putting that to music was natural, but but playing instruments was not my thing. I mean, my dad. I grew up with a guitar in my hand. Yeah. Every year I had a new guitar, new size, a small one, a big one. He tried really? everything. Yes. And the keys. And, and like everything. Do, yes. And I can tinker. I really want my kids to know how to play the violin. Same. Yeah. That's my instrument. Yeah. It's oh, so really? Sexy. You know how to play? No, I don't But it, like, in general. It's, it's, it's like, in general, that's the it's instrument a good that, instrument. like, makes me yeah. open. Yeah. It like, my soul. Uh, you just kind of, like, <laughs> you go into it. You really yes. go into it. So th- three artists. So you were going to say, now I need to hear who you, who I reminded you of. So Jewel was the first one. That was on I said. What are okay. the two you say? Oh, uh, well, I used to get Kelly Clarkson a lot. Okay. That, That's one. Like, that I have that range. Yeah. I record really young. Okay. So I, I was always being picked to do, like, Disney songs, you know, uh, write some spec songs for Ramona yeah, and Beezus yeah, yeah. and all the Disney stuff because my voice sounds really young. Yeah. I had um, some placements on, like, films called Opposite Day. Opposite Day. I ended up landing, like, the opening soundtrack song and the closing title song. I would which is really cool. love to be a Disney. I would still do it. Like if they were like, you, you are a Disney princess. A princess. <laughs> I'm going to, I would love to. Be, I've got gadgets and gizmos of plenty. Yes. Like literally. You look it's like It's so Disney much princess. fun because it's, it's, it's just like spoken word almost. You know, like every... Cinderella, Pocahontas song, like all of them are very much so just spoken word with the same melody. Yes. So it's not like that. I feel it. Like, you know, I feel like there, there are ranges of people who do it really good and people yeah. who just do it good. You know, I think it's all a discipline. It's like, how yeah. bad do you want it? Yeah. Really? The how time, often are you going to practice? How often are you going to practice? How much time are you going to put in? How much passion? How much mm-hmm. intensity? How much ferocity? Okay. So as a kid, you would yeah. try and play all these instruments. Oh my God. But then acting, did that come on that was my earlier? Thing. That was my thing. Okay. My dad said that I was like three years old looking at the TV and was like, Daddy, Daddy, how, 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 what is that? Who is that? How do I get inside of there? Yeah. And he's like, oh, and he's trying to explain it to me. He's like, those are actors. And I said, I'm going to be in there. I'm going to be inside of there. Yeah. He said I was a little kid saying that year after year. And his favorite show was I Love Lucy. Okay. So of course, I watched it. Yeah. I'm daddy's girl. Yeah. All the way. Daddy raised me. So I would just you know, veg out on, on Lucille Ball and sort of, she was the, she was the woman that made me see what women could be. Mm. That zany, like mm. I, 
I am so facetious in my life. It's got me into trouble, really. Yeah. Because um, I make fun of everything and then, in order to deal with the tragedies of uh, my life. Um, <laughs> you know, because life is a tragedy. A little bit, a little bit. And, and lately, it's been real tragic. Mm. So I use comedy for myself to play and make fun. And sometimes it's making fun of serious subjects. Yeah. When really, I'm just making life palatable for myself. Right? Have you written any, doc- like, like com- comedy? Comedies? Oh, my God, yeah. I do. I've been, I did stand-up. I was doing a stand-up. Where at? Round. Oh, my God. I started at the um, the, the Melrose Hollywood Improv. Yeah. And then I got scouted by the comedy store. And then I was doing the comedy store, and they asked me back every week, and I didn't have enough sets. I was like, no. No, I cannot keep doing this one tired set over and over. Yeah. My friends would come, and I felt like such a fraud. I'm like, this one set is really funny. They want me to be here all the time. What was like? What? Like, <laughs> give me one. Give me one of the. I'm at the comedy store in front no, row. Give me just a no, little bit. Do it like half. Remember? Do it like half, man. No, you know I can't. I, mean? I, I feel like that comedy was some of the stuff that's got me into my current uh, bouts of. Of nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. You know, to all, the men, life like, nonsense. To all the men I'd, I'd loved before. If I've loved you once, I love you now. Yeah. I still love you. And that's not part of my comedy. That's actually me saying, hey, if I've ever made fun of serious subjects, I love you. I didn't mean to. I'm just trying to express myself in my life. Also, don't um, be a baby. Yeah, don't be a baby. Get over it. I'm only a phone call away. Call me up. We can heal anything, anytime. We can talk about anything. We can talk anytime. about anything. Any, any, anytime. Anything. There's anytime. no off topic. And sometimes, you know what? You know what I feel like today is that hashtag me too. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. Had its place in time. Yeah. And I also feel like there's been a lot of setbacks because mm. of it. Um, just like in the way men are treating women because it's like, oh no, now you're dangerous and that, now maybe right. you can you. get me in trouble that's or something right. like that. I feel like it's really yeah. incredibly hard for people from our pasts to be able to just apologize mm. because I feel like for the most part, most women, um, Who we, needs have a, a, we have, a, we have an ability to heal a lot, yeah. to heal ourselves and to be compassionate and to understand and to forgive. I mean, that's how I find my process. And I think most of the women in my life are all very similar. And an apology would go a, a huge long distance. Yeah. Well, women are intelligent creatures. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Emotionally intelligent. In general. Yeah. Just like all the way. Have to be. Our, like, our, our bodies are more intelligent than our brains yeah. in, in that sense. That's like, right. You literally, I've watched so many like videos of or, like maybe still pictures of like women having yeah. birth in different yes. ways. And like, yes. it just, oh it just God. comes in right out. It literally like, it's <laughs> like, there's no like pushing, you know, mm-hmm. like this lie that we've been like, oh, it's very traumatic, very difficult. Like, yeah, there are, there are times and things and like, don't take away from that. But yeah, how, how we made it more difficult than we need to yes. versus like, just like bearing down and being within and that yes. kind of like what you were getting to earlier in the sense of like, <laughs> you know, taking the time to, to kind of withdraw, right? Yes. Like that's taking what, the time to yeah. go inside and, and spend some time with your inner world mm-hmm. and make sure that she's in alignment with your outer world. When did you find your inner world? Oh my goodness. Like were you, do you remember oh being goodness. a child, like having an inner world? <laughs> Oh my God, this is a healing ceremony right now. I feel some coming up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when did I find my healing? This uh, is such. Uh, 
Okay, great. Yeah, we're about to have okay, a, some Iowa, a, Iowa a water. Trip. It's just a Iowa splash. It's water. just infused. <laughs> it's just you know like rose petal ayahuasca infused. Ayahuasca infused um, water. I love it. You just created a brand new brand. Uh, a brand new brand that, actually. That came out really funny. I, you know, I had a lot of extreme anxiety as a young girl mm. um, because of from whence I came. My parents separated when I was really young, and my father took me at three. My mom left. My dad got me. And there was, like, this transition phase where I don't know. I was bouncing around from house to house. And so I just... I grew up with a lot of anxiety, like the kind where I needed to go to the hospital, the emergency room. Because of and, the anxiety. Yeah. And I would, we'd always think like I was having a heart attack or there was really? you know, some major, they thought I had leukemia. What were Excuse like, me. what were your symptoms as a child? It was just panic. Like I couldn't breathe. Really? Would it, would anything be said on or would you literally just be living life? I don't know. I mean, it, back then, if I, if I really think about it now, it's like, the mother it was all around the mothering and mm -hmm. the absence of mother naturally yeah and and really just not knowing my place in the world and not feeling safe yeah and and even when the the new environment with you know he remarried my stepmother who's a brilliant woman mm -hmm. um, we didn't sort of bond as mother daughter yeah. and she had two daughters and so I just think navigating that part of life was really sensitive yeah. and um, and so, and I think I saw a lot mm -hmm. when I was very young, like those really formative years mm -hmm. I saw, I ingested mm -hmm. a lot of tumultuous, wild stuff. And even though my, my little brain didn't really know exactly what it was, it, my body was processing trauma. Mm -hmm. And so I'd be in and out of hospitals. And so when I came to LA, which I left home early, I was like 15 yeah. when I got here, I got a call from my younger sister who I didn't know really existed, and my birth mother saying, oh, wow. like, hi, I'm your sister, and me and your mom really want to meet you. Where were and they? We're living in L.A. <gasps> yeah, and I was, like, in Corona, Temecula. And you're, like, area. 15, 16? 15, well, 14 turning 15. Yeah. I got that call. So I did came you, up did to Did you LA. have a car? Did you drive? No, no, I had my, at the time, I had a friend. Okay, um, okay, okay. A boyfriend. You always, yeah, I know, I was say, like, by, by the time I was 16, I was out of the house, and, like, I had always been... Too. It's like running around. It's having fun. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, I like I'm that chilling. Too. That's how I get to drink green versus tequila today. Yeah. It's because like I, I did that. I you had, did. Yeah. I had fun. I yeah. actually didn't. You didn't. I. You didn't party. Some, no, I was what? clean. I was weird, frigid. I was clean. clean. I didn't do anything. I tried puffing one cigarette. It was awful for me. I was allergic. I coughed. Yeah, I was like, thank you for letting me try. This is disgusting. Yeah. I, well, that's why your skin looks so good. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I love the you. gods knew. They were, yeah, the gods like, knew. Like, you know what? Stay what? away from it. Yeah, I didn't drink or try anything until I was in my 30s. Really? Like, really? Yes. That's I was cool, too. I was I that's cool the because then, like, you get to, like, you know, you're young, like, in, like formative years where you're really trying to set yourself and like, really, you need to be focusing and getting ahead. That's so then when is. you're in like 30, 40, 50, 60s, it's like, if you start drinking later on, how much have you already <laughs> accomplished to that's then right. like enjoy the that's drinking right. versus that's like drinking because you're stressed. You know what yeah, I mean? I yeah, feel yeah, like you. You got sometimes it. people like maybe they drink too soon. Maybe like drinking is a later stage life game. You I know? would completely agree Stages. with that. You're, uh, like 30, 40, and then maybe take a break and then like, late 60s 70s you know take just a break have fun. yeah just have, like you know accomplishings drink accomplishings be on an island yeah
so yeah. much drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always have a story running that, like, yeah, when I'm in my 60s, 70s, 80s is when I'm going to have some real debaucherous good times. Yeah. Like that fat chocolate like, cake. Who cares? I'm going to eat that fat chocolate cake. I mean, you're going to do more I than eat eating that fat chocolate cake chocolate now. Chocolate cake, though, right? What? You're going to do more than eat chocolate cakes? I mean, I think so. Yeah. I want to try it all. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm ready to try things now. It's just it's not presenting itself yet. No. Well, like, I still like you need to, to be in the right environment to also, like, not care. Like, I lived on the islands oh, and what people, islands? just random islands in Central America. Oh, nice. Um, give me one. Give me one. In Bastimentos in Boca del Toro, mm. which is in Panama. Um, what do you say? Can you say it one more time? Bastimentos in Boca del Toro in ay, Panama. Muy bonita. <laughs> Are you surfing? No, everyone thinks I, I do not If surf. you're there in Panama, you should be But surfing. what I did do was a lot of other dope stuff. Okay. Um, Flat medicines and all of it. Well, no, just like, just like run around barefoot with the island boys and like just run around. <laughs> in the jungle and like be with the Indians yeah. and just yeah. would jump on boats you know they'd run up to my dock at 8 and I'm like hey Raven you want to go on the boat I'm like let's do yes, it whatever like I'm literally in yeah oh okay. so it's Rasa it's like yeah. it's a mixture so people in Central America especially in the islands are going to speak almost three to four languages so they'll oh, speak wow. a, a dialect of English, like a broken down English a broken down Spanish mm-hmm. and then their own dialect of Caribbean so like in Bastimentos they speak Guadi Guadi mm-hmm. Um, and then they sometimes will speak even another language. So like kids there, like I know women who would have a child with someone like an Island guy and they'd be like French or Canadian or whatever. Let's say French Mm -hmm. for instance. And so the the child would speak French, English, Spanish, and Guadi Guadi. But of course they have no like proper education. Right. Right, right, So it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Literally it's wild. So how many languages do you speak? Just two. And, and Spanish even like sometimes I wish I spoke better. (sighs) I I feel confident like when I'm in a casual setting to have a conversation, but I don't want to present in Spanish, Spanish, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't have this conversation. I know. So what are we doing? We need to go back to our Rosetta stone or whatever it is. Well, I used to go to when I'm not busy. Which one? Duolingo. Have oh, you heard yeah. of it? Duolingo. I, I love gotta, it. Yeah, I got to get on Duolingo. My abuela, Peter's mom uses it. Ah, we like to use it. Because playing games, right? There's like well, no. It, yeah, it's like, no, it's like learning lessons. And so oh, it'll okay, be like, good. okay, match. Like it's it's maybe in a, a lesson. A lesson maybe takes you five to ten minutes. And like okay. within that, there are different things that you do within the lesson. So it's all the same theme. So like let's say yeah. it's, you know, conjugating your verbs in the okay. past tense. Mm. it'll have themes where it's like match these English and Spanish word. Okay. Now read the sentence and choose the correct one. Okay. Now, you know, so like little, it's like little one questions on that one thing. So then it's very nice to just kind of boom, boom, boom through it. So Mm. when we live on the islands, Speaking Spanish. We got time to do it. We'll do it. Well, in in our our sixties. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I feel like, I feel like I got a lot to do still. Yes. Oh, so I want to talk about that yeah. because you do have a lot to do. You're producing. Yeah, you've producing got now. the deep ones, new film intentional. You've got a lot of stuff going on. So yeah. I'd love to learn more about the oh, deep ones and that you. project. Right that now. was wild. You guys, um, we, it was just before COVID and I was living in Ventura. I had this mm-hmm. wild hair. I was trying to buy a house. I sold, I just sold my place. You bought that house and then sold it. No, within I, the pandemic. I had, I had, so I bought my first place when I made my first monies at 30 years old in West Hollywood, right across from the Sunset Marquee. So you've been building and some I, equity. Yes. And I, nice. I Good gutted it and renovated it Good for with you. the help from some friends. Yeah. And, and, but it was a lot of work, but yeah. I learned that whole process. It was so cool. And I want to do a lot more of that, um, eventually, but. So I sold that place, which is a mistake 
You should always hold. How long did you sell? When did you sell it? Uh, three years ago. But you've had it for oh, like a little uh, bit. Yeah, I had it for a while. I had it for a while. You can always hold longer. And, and, and I mean, yeah. It was a new broker. It was a new agent, and she was like a friend. And she was like, "Look, that you're never gonna get a price like you're gonna get right now. It's the highest of the market. You're gonna get a thousand dollars. You know, all the whole the whole." Did thing. it go higher? So <laughs> it always it did. does. And I was in my mind, I was like, "I'm not really gonna sell it because she's really not gonna get that price for it." Yeah. And she got the price. So nobody so told me how difficult it was going to be to buy my next yeah. house because yeah. I was more like a stated income loan situation. Yeah. So I went around, I was putting offers in all these houses and I was having such a challenge. So I got frustrated and I was like, you know what? And you're, I'm you're, gonna, you had already closed. I had already, I had already closed. Yeah. And I was off, like I was going to go down to like North San Diego. I wanted to have like this hobby farm. I wanted land. Oh yeah. I horses. A we couldn't find it though? Some cow cows. We're still here in LA? A little bunny. No, so so then so I got frustrated and I ran to Ventura because uh-huh. I'm like, let me have my oceanfront jam. Okay. I want to live oceanfront and of course Malibu and anything yeah. in LA is wildly expensive. Yeah. So I found this fat house in Ventura, oceanfront, yeah. and I went through a lot of money away on rent, but it was the time of my oh, life. Oh, I love that. Yes, and we were there, and I, we we're always joking about how, you know, it would be an incredible location to make a movie. Mm. So I, I pitched it to this director that I really wanted to work with. Mm-hmm. He had pitched. No, I read a script of his that was so incredible, and I wanted that role. And it was just a bigger. It was just a bigger production. It mm-hmm. needed a lot more cash. Mm-hmm. And so I said, let's do like a little Airbnb horror, creepy thriller. Yeah. And like literally three weeks later, he comes up with the script. Uh, called The Deep Ones. It was called something else, and I, I made him change the name. I was like, that's too sci-fi and weird. Yeah. Uh, and the, the name's good. HP, yeah. It's it's an HP Lovecraft story. Yeah. It's really creepy. At first I said, no, I don't want to play the lead. I want to play the funny friend because I don't want to be responsible for being the lead in this creepy, creepy story. And there were some parts of the film that I, shadow work that I yeah. didn't really, I didn't feel ready. And so he brings me the script. I'm like, no. I don't want to do this film. Uh, and so I go, I look at, I start looking for the lead actress. Yeah. And, um, and then I get my, one of my best friends cast as the lead male and he and the director sort of tag team, uh, conversation me and talk me into playing the lead. So I said, as soon as I said, yes, the money comes together. Nice. And so did you shoot it together. at the Ventura we house? Shot, well, we shot so could it you in, like write some of that off? We we shot it. We didn't shoot it in the Ventura house. Okay. We shot it on like those beaches. Uh-huh. Yeah, we shot it on those beaches and we rented some Airbnbs up the road from nice. my house and we shot it there. But it was just the most perfect location for a creepy Creepy yeah, sci-fi thriller. So he only watch. does HP Lovecraft. Only does creepy. Like, um, I mean, they're very um, you know aliens, monster-driven, and yeah. this director is obsessed. Uh, Chad was is it just obsessed with building the monster. He spent yeah. most of the budget on creating this real live monster that he could bring on the set and that I had to interact with. Oh no. I uh, see I yeah, only exactly. watch the trailer because oh, no. I don't watch Tentacles I can't, and I can't watch scary movies. Like I I, I, I started like watching scary movies maybe I was like two or three. Like seeing like Oh you did? Yeah like just like being around like your parents you know, everybody let you well, just like my, yeah like being around my younger uncles and aunts. And so okay. when I was hanging out with them they 
it. And then at that point, I was like, oh, I can't You just it. terrorized Yeah, it. it's like, no, I don't. We always, we, I remember the first, one of the first ones that really stuck out to me that I was like, oh, was people in the stairs. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Do you God, remember that? So Could scary. you imagine as like a three or four year, like two <gasps> to four was in that, like probably three to no. four. Well, when a stranger calls. Yeah, Get probably. Out of yeah, the house. yeah. I, I mean, I like those movies are sketch. Like, I yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. And so now, though, I don't even like to do like cartel movies. See, I like the Sicario. The I'm like, no, it's happening. Women are the biggest audience for yeah. horror films. Are you serious? Yeah, that's the fact. Who are the strong women? Statistically, women are because why? Because this the the psychology be, behind it is that we want to figure out how we would get out of creepy situations. Ah, uh, and so we kind of need to see ourselves. Got and, you. and the heroine of the film get through it got and you. survive it and yeah. thrive it. Yeah, so I feel like the heroine of my own film who got, <laughs> has gotten through scary stuff. <laughs> so, like, I don't need to do I, it I in a movie. I'm literally like, I, really I like to watch, like, This Is Us and Blackish and Modern Family. Like, <laughs> yes. if I'm watching TV, I will put on a sitcom and let it chill in the background. You because I'm not, I'm not, I don't like to watch TV anyways. Like, I'm not like a person who has, who like sits down. Like, I'll find a show yes. that I'll get into and when I can handmade self, you know, it's like, when oh, I can yeah, watch it, I'm intense. gonna watch it. Yeah, but it's like it that, so good. that. That's that. I can't. I didn't watch the last season of um, Stranger Things, but like three, the one that just yeah, came yeah. out. I didn't, I didn't watch, watch it. I only watched the first. I season. didn't like it. It was about it was demons and stuff. Yeah, there were like, a lot of things in the walls. I watch that's demons. So, so you asked me about HP Lovecraft. It's yeah, kind of like that. Demonsy. Like demons and like more aliens and tentacles and. That's kind of cooler than like demons. You're calling me out on the fact that I didn't do a lot of HP Lovecraft. Like research, research. I didn't. I <laughs> because like, we, we know what we like. Ask me this question right now. I was producing the film. You I cast it. I did craft services. I was the cleaner. I was the lead actress in every frame of the movie. I had you did to do it all. everything. You know, raising the, the writing the contracts, raising the monies. Yeah. So oh, I, I love I, that. I so every, you you raised some of the money for the oh yeah, for I the film? It, and we made it. Girl, oh, yeah. we made this movie for I want to say 60 grand really and we sold it for 10 times the amount that we made it for and we had a we had so a little bidding war yeah and we got a theatrical release oh my and gosh. it was one of the first movies to hit the theaters as soon as COVID was done so we were not only were we in drive they did this whole like drive drive-in push uh-huh which was so cool so like this cool multi classic let's yeah. go see a creepy movie in the drive-in uh. and then it was in all the theaters um first first time out so it was really cool to get to go and see the film and we were holding on to this content when it, during a time when nobody could film so it was just it couldn't be more impeccable timing to get yeah. this to have this piece of of art so it's kind of you know it's shoestring budget it's it's creepy i think we did a great job with the resources we had i love see. that it's on amazon prime you can watch yeah. it now I guess yeah. my question to you then is like, who the hell do you think you are yeah. accomplishing all your goals and yeah. like crushing it? And I love just, you. That was great. The way you, know you just what I mean? that. Like you are still, my sister for sure. Like for you're real. doing it. And that's, that's exactly what's so cool. Cause there's a lot of, I feel like people in general yeah. who look at what creative like people do, but you're not even, you're beyond creative, right? Yeah. You're a businesswoman. Oh my God. Like, yes, you're creative and you yeah. have a craft, but even yeah. an actress, even though that person is creative, it's a business. And actors, have, sure. like the best ones have to understand that mm. you've got to come 
ready to perform that day and then have everything else teed up and like mm. have everything separate and compartmentalized just like a CEO or yes, anyone else. You, you know what Thank I mean? Thank you for getting so, it, for deeply, deeply yeah. recreating that. Yeah. You did, you see it, you feel it, you know it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I feel completely seen by you right now. Um, yeah, I, I am, I'm like you mm. and you're, I'm a Capricorn. You're mm. Leo. We're yes. like the counterparts. I'm the most ambitious in the, um, the most ambitious in the, uh, the Zodiac. Um, and that side, yeah, it's, um, it's just, it's natural. It's like, for me, it's like, get it done. Mm -hmm. Don't think about it, just do. And, and then I kind of have to find my way through afterwards, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but, um, uh, what was your original question? Well, no, I was just asking like, who the hell do you think you are to yeah, actually and also, do like, What things? part of the biz, like what it's part of it all, Mama, like, it's necessity. yeah, it's right. Like, it's like, I've got to raise money. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. If someone isn't giving this. me a job. Yeah. And literally all chips stacked against me. Yeah. Like I'm interested in underdog stories and I am the underdog. You know, I always fell in this in this place where every time I booked a job, they said, is she Latin enough? What's her her mother's maiden name? Because we could get into trouble. You know, she's playing Maria Lopez. Is she Latin enough? And, you know, so being exotic in this yeah. industry was always that little bit of a hurdle for me. And so if <sighs> someone wasn't, you know, I, I would audition against the best of them, but yeah. I would also audition against the white actors and then the brown actors. So yeah. I just early on was like, I'm not going to sit at home and wait for the phone to ring. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. That I'm passionate about. And I definitely relate to the, the whole, like, is she Latin enough? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like coming from, coming from literally women who had been there yes. and then me being, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. And right. growing up in Nashville, Tennessee, everyone's like, well, where are you from, from? Right. And I'm like, right. I'm from, from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, you know? And then, yeah. then it's like, is there anything wrong with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, well, no, you know, my family's from Panama. So then therefore I grew up being like, I'm Panamanian. Like mm -hmm. I, I, oh, well, I'm Panamanian. You know, it was always like a thing. Right. But I don't know the first thing about being Panamanian. I'm not, Pan yeah. I'm American. So it was like, I, that's why I deferred. That's why I went and lived in the islands. Why I deferred from law school and went Amazing. down there and lived for a year because I was like, I need to understand what my I've been roots. connecting my life to this whole time. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a story and I'd been there, you know, in the summers with you. family, but it was like, that's not like experiencing. And it was funny because once I got down there, I remember being there for maybe three months at that point, you yeah. know, 90 days yeah. and yeah. being like sad as most travelers I'm yeah. sure have experienced. It's like you go on the road, you know, you're gone for like a year or two. Mm -hmm. And there's this, like this first, like, <gasps> like, Oh, like there's no comfort. I have to create it. And everywhere I go, I have to create it within myself. Well, that's right. Right. Well, everywhere you go, there you everywhere are. You have to be the one doing it and creating yeah. the safe space. And so it was like, I also was disappointed because I, I had pictured and imagined something in my head of mm -hmm. what it meant to be Panamanian. I created a story, right? Yeah. Like a very beautiful course, story. Because we don't know. We don't you know have no idea. Know. And then you get there and it's like, oh, okay. I had to like put myself in a perspective like you came here to understand what it was like, yeah. not what you wanted it to be is what it was. And what it really you know? is. Yeah, I had to appreciate it. I was like, okay, I have to be happy that I'm like getting to do this and like yeah. experience it. My girlfriend. It is a gift. It is a privilege. Such a gift to travel. Time. Oh my gosh. I, I met so many, I met so many cool friends. I still have friends that I met yeah. when I was, you know, in Central and South America. And it's just like, love yeah. it. But to your point of Those like not feeling Spanish enough, like, oh, so much. I mean, there are times where, you know, it's just, it's just all the little things. Like, is your hair dark enough? Is it long enough? Or is it super curly enough? Exactly. You know, like, is your, 
your the way your body shaped oh more Spanish too, or I was, not. I was too heavy and then I was too thin. Right. And like, oh, oh you weren't the bottom heavy enough or whatever. Like all <laughs> exactly. this stuff, you stuff know? that we shouldn't even be thinking oh about. Oh my gosh. Like, life has its own challenges and obstacles. Yeah. We don't need to think whether our booty is big enough, whether my skin is dark enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I didn't think about those things. I tried not to hold on to those things mm-hmm. and just forge a way forward for Absolutely. myself. And you know, sometimes I, I like this, the deep ones. Are those the stories that I choose to tell? Mm. It was an experience, and I learned a lot from it. I I want to I want to go deeper. So now you're doing know, now? Deeper, are the you deep ones. are you able to talk about the new film Intentional? I saw that. Um, Is that coming? I'm not really. And yeah. yes, it's um it's a show. Yeah, it's a, a thirty minute culty comedy. Let's just say a thirty <laughs> minute culty comedy. Um yeah, we're we're meant to be really um. Yeah, very, very taciturn about that. That's show. fun. But it's, it's, That's it's, fun. well, maybe fun. hopefully, you know, this is going to air during Hispanic Heritage Month. Oh, so maybe incredible. if you have an announcement, we'll get to link it to yeah. so everyone can learn more Just about all the, all the projects. The series. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, a lot of women, women production, all women production and so women. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's a good one, good egg. But it's been a lot of fun. We shot the pilot, we're in rewrites right now. We are hoping to self-fund so mm-hmm. that we can hold on to the IP and mm-hmm. sell it as a as a whole, you know, as a whole project. Shoot out like three to five yeah. seasons. That's the goal. Yeah, that's amazing. And and when you think about things like that, are you thinking about the opportunity to invest in this project and then oh, and make money? I invest in every single you thing do. That I do. Oh, absolutely. Who taught you how to do that? I mean, nobody taught me. Like, when did you like, again, be like, oh, I got it. That, that's a part of the just, game. Again, it's that necessity and build the door. It's yeah. kind of like if, if the funds and the resources aren't there, mm-hmm. I'm going to find a way to make it happen. But not everybody's like that. Like, like not, not everybody yeah, says, oh, I could probably figure this out. Like I could probably make something happen. I think well, you, that, that's what you're very resourceful too. And I can feel yeah. that and see that with you. And that's, it's, it's really like a, a function of leaving home early and having to find your way in the world mm-hmm. and really not ha- being parented like all and the time shown and not I having bet. a momager in this business, which is the difficult, most challenging business, competitive cutthroat. I had mm. no idea. I was so, you know what? My naivete my um, sort of uh, gullible nature really served me for a long time because I had no idea. Really? Like in Girl. a good way? Like it protected you? I, I think it protected me. Huh. I mean, I just I, I just was like, I can do anything all the time. Yeah. And so I would just jump in. And then later I'm like, why are they so mad? What do you mean? Who's mad? Why are you mad? What did I do? What did I do? I was just... I thought you were going to jump in too. Like, yeah, I didn't know. Play with us in the sandbox. Like, I'm just over here, yeah. you know, wanting to tell great stories. Really, it's a function of wanting to hire all my friends. Mm. I, my yes. greatest passion oh my God, yes. is to yes, yes, give yes. work to yes. artists. Like, yes. my, the thing that I want to do yeah. is really serve artists under... Uh, uh, underserved artists, artists who ha- haven't been seen, who've been in, you know, the Screen Actors Guild for 10 plus years, who've been working and chipping away at this business and haven't gotten the acknowledgement, haven't mm-hmm. been seen, haven't been supported. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big um, project for me. That's mm-hmm. what I'm taking on. And when I get my platform, 
that's what I want to do. I want to bring it to the government level. There should be funding for artists, mm. you know, something like a, a matching dollar for dollar, like 401k, something where, where parents feel good about their kids going into the arts because they know that they can set themselves that themselves up and have stability, have a retirement, have, have you know, retirement. This, have is, this is beautiful. And I love that we're getting into this yeah. because quite frankly, this is something that we and I have been thinking about a lot. There's a lot of things that we're doing that we're not fully talking about yet. Right. Um, but one of them is this idea around what does financial health look like for people who yeah. don't have W-2s? Right. Because they, if they don't have a pay sub, all of a sudden they're not, you know, lending worthy. Yes. And it's just, yes. it's this whole thing of, they're still making so much. It's, 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 it's score, very, very affordable everything. for companies, obviously, at that point. But there has to be also this understanding of, yes, not everybody wants to be an employee, but at the same time, everybody wants to have that same respect and you'll probably keep them a lot longer and have longer relationships. If you're thinking about certain things that you can't do with a W2. That's right. You know, that's right. And a lot of actors, I mean, they, they, they're pretty much 1099s for the most part. Right. right. I mean, not, not all. I mean, but some every show you're on your W-2, but, but then, you know, the smart thing to do is to be a 1099 and have mm. your corporation or have your LLC or, or, or go that, that route. Um, if you yeah, can just, set it up for retirement though. That's right. Right. So then it's like, what about those people? I know. I, I, I'm not sure about how we're going to do it yet. Yeah. I just know that I'm, I'm, my intention is there yeah. to get loud about it. We're, this is, these conversations are, are what's going to help us figure out what the puzzle pieces are mm-hmm. that makes it so you know, you're working that you can invest in yourself and that there is a matching fund for artistry. Yeah. And other places in the world really take care of artists. There's artist housing, affordable housing mm-hmm. for artists. We have that in Nashville. Really? We have a really cool That's spot. Right. Yeah. Nowhere here. Creatives. We don't have that in LA. Yeah. Shout out Freeman Really? Where, yeah. What area? In downtown. And like a nice, yeah. it's like right, right off downtown. So, so right on the water. What am I doing here? <laughs> you just talked me into it. I will say that you can. You Tell can me about it. What's so. the neighborhood? Tell me. So it's right downtown. There's a, a, there's a really nice, right downtown, there's a really nice um, smoothie shop. Mm. There's a cute coffee shop, Pinewood Social, okay. E-Rose and Wellness, the Nashville entrepreneur centers okay. right there what's your um, favorite spot to hang in Nashville Soho house right now oh, okay. yeah we just we just got it because it has a gym okay so that's okay. really yeah yeah yeah. it's like okay, yeah. you know if I have this membership and I have a gym and I have a place to take meetings and like it's also on the way to work like it's on the way to our office okay and so it's very nice to just be like home work out at Soho go back to the, the office then go back to Soho have a dinner meeting then go home you know yes. it's like yes, yes, movement. Yes, everything in Nashville is 20 minutes tops like 20 <sighs> minutes is like far almost I love it yeah like if you were to drive 30 minutes for your friend back in the day like that really meant y'all were gonna hang out probably say the night 30 minutes like 30 <laughs> minutes whereas in LA everything's an hour oh for sure I mean you're like you're for committing sure. to the full day yeah, it is just like everything that everything takes a lot of time wait so what's your favorite borough like if borough you live in, in Nashville, Nashville like what little oh I almost city? don't want to answer this question because then it tells like who I am <laughs> to people from Nashville oh, no no tell <laughs> who you are okay so it has to it. be like within this like this I have to back it up for my for my folks in Nashville like hear me out okay Okay. it has to be in the city because I want to be close to stuff it's like if I wanted to live far out I might as well live in a jungle I'm not gonna live in the country I'm telling you I'm gonna working through so it's basically less than 10 minutes and then it has to still be treesy like there has to be like 
woods within the city. So it has to be in a nice area. Okay. And then you've got to have close proximity to an interstate, but not too close because then it's gross. Yeah. So it would have to be like Oak Hill. Um, Oak Hill. Oak Hill. Yeah. Write this down. Remember Oak that, Hill. Okay. Oak Hill. Because you're basically in in the mix of everything. You can get everywhere. You don't have to get on an interstate if you don't want to. Um, and there's a lot of trees, and it's like very nice lots. See, that's what I, I one love. day I will be able to afford a house in Oak Hill. Okay, that'll yeah, be. Of course you are. Yes. It's sooner than later. Very I can feel much that for you. I grew up not even knowing, like so, and I'm saying the proper word. It's also Green Hills, um, oh, okay. so it's like in that area, okay. and I didn't even know that part of town existed. Like, really? had no idea. Really? I went to my college. What, Ten minutes. Never. Out? It was probably like t- 15, 20 minutes from where I lived because I lived like it was. 10 minutes to the interstate, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but when I went there, it was a very, very, very Christian school. Like you had to go to oh, chapel, you had Bible wow. credits. How was that? Yeah. How well, it was, was it was interesting because I went to a Christian school from K to 8th, got kind of asked politely to not come back. I already wasn't coming back, so it was fine. I love the way you went. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We're friends now. It was all good, <laughs> but like back in the day, went to a public school and then went back to private. So it was almost like a good mix of, you know, making sure that, because um, I also had like a lot of freedom, which I feel like you had, you know, I, I, I created freedom at a very early age for myself yeah. and was like, all right, we're going to go like figure this stuff out quickly so we can we were be investing in movies. I mean, that's yeah. how you get to invest in movies, like where you're at right is like sure. you either were put there by someone who like taught you how to do that or you just like figured it out really it's really a quick figure out situation absolutely yes. okay so 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 got that and and i love hearing that and so oak hill mm-hmm. would be like that's what you're aspiring to yeah so close to the city just 10 minutes out yeah still you cheesy, can run is, is nashville does it have like georgia vibes too like i love atlanta Ooh, because yeah. it's a city inside of a forest yep so is nashville for sure i mean no we have there. We have definitely in the core downtown, mm-hmm. we have less trees than we should. Okay. Um, Nashville is very, very political. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, it's a capital of the, of the state as well. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people from out of town. And mm-hmm. so it becomes this like, just, it's a, it's a power struggle right now because we mm-hmm. have this crazy booming tourism industry mm-hmm. that's never slowed down. Like wow. literally even when the economy crashed back in like eight and 10. It was country music. What is the big, it was just that we had, yeah, it was just, it was like our industries were diverse enough to where our housing industry, like our construction industry crumbled, but Uh, nothing else did. Right. So it was like, it was insulated enough where we were okay, but Mm. also people didn't push themselves beyond like there was, there was a long time where like entrepreneurship wasn't a big deal. And it almost kind of still isn't like it's It's still, it's still, yeah, it's it's a place where, you know, if you make thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, um, you can be okay, okay. you know, up until now, <laughs> basically. <laughs> you know, so, so people are being pushed. Yeah, people are now being they're now being like, Oh crap, like how do I stay? You know, how do I my right. my property taxes are going up and everything's right. going up, how do I stay? And that's kind of to your point of creating housing for artists, like we, we saw we had to do it because yeah. it's like we have per square capita, Nashville has the most recording studios in the world. And wow. so when you think about it from that perspective of like a lot of music comes out of here that yeah. you have no idea, yeah. right? Like you have no idea who wrote what for who. And it could be like some people you don't even realize, you know, yes. it's, it's really cool in that sense. So next time you're in Nashville, I want you have to, to come, come down. I'm visiting. Are you, yeah. you, you spend half your time. There. I spend a lot of time in okay. Nashville. Okay. Yeah. That's really good. Well, I'll get you to got see you in Nashville. Nashville. Smiles and vibes <laughs> and 
I mean, everyone I meet that that's from Nashville, is, it's nothing but good vibes. I love it. All the awesome. ladies are like, and you got to go there. Like, it's a southern southern gentleman. Yeah. Well, cheers <laughs> to Nashville. Oh my God, it's I'll such a good time there. with you. You're beautiful. Thank you for doing what you're doing, for for being such a powerhouse and such a badass and representing for all the ladies. Yes. The Latina ladies, the healthy ladies, the ladies. Yeah. All the smart ladies. Thank you.